0: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio.
2: Radio. So, RJ, we start here. It it is uh, week one in the NFL. And, of course, we've got to start with a storyline that has been playing out in front of our very eyes and ears all throughout the past several weeks. The latest on Ezekiel Elliott. Reports say that they are very close to a brand-new contract. Uh, Pro Football Talk reporting that Zeke and his agent were on a plane back to Dallas from Cabo earlier today. And the number being thrown out there, according to Pro Football Talk and
3: others say it's a six-year deal in the $90 million range. Okay, so as we often talk about, the guaranteed money is what matters. Any reporting on that? There's no reporting
2: on that. That's just a
3: number that's being rumored. Okay. I was watching, and I'm a fan of Nick Wright. He's on FS1, uh, First Things First, I think it goes by, and I was watching on YouTube because I don't get up at 3 in the morning for <laughs> First Things First. And he asked a question. I didn't like his answer, but I loved the question. And here's what it was. What is at stake in this conflict, in this disagreement, negotiation between the Cowboys and Jerry Jones and his son and Zeke? Meaning, what is the best scenario for Zeke? Let's say it's a jumbo contract, a little bit more, or maybe more than a little bit more than you might think makes sense. And then what's at stake for the Cowboys, you could say, well, in theory, they could get a contract which is less than you would think by about the same amount. So maybe with guaranteed money, we're talking about a $15 million range. We're right in the middle. You go up, you know, there's a certain number. You go up $7 million. Oh, that'd be the best Zeke could do. You go down 7000000 million. We're talking guaranteed now. Does anyone disagree with that? That's nope. the range that we're fighting over. Yeah. Yep. I disagree with it. I think the range is Jerry Jones says, Zeke, we tried our best to show you your family. You rejected us. Now we're not. As Michael Coleon and Godfather 2 said to Connie, you've disappointed me. (laughs) And now we're not going to negotiate anymore. Maybe, maybe next offseason, if you do everything right from here, we will. But oh, by the way, We're going to exercise your fifth-year option. And, oh, by the way, we've already got the tag shined up and ready to go for year six. And then, quite frankly, at that point, you're probably pretty much through. You've made some nice money. You know, that tag year is going to be what? 12, 14, 15 mil? Maybe more? Okay. But then literally for whatever the fifth-year option is, which is not nothing the tag year, and this year, you've got Zeke for three more years, quite frankly, the three you want him for. Now, you could say, well, what's the hazard of that? And I would say there's no hazard. If anything, it would be a positive for the Cowboys. If you're player-friendly generally and the players don't appreciate it and then you can turn, that's the best. Because if some, – let's speak as a boss, right? I've got guys at pregame.com – And gals, I manage. They work for me effectively. My goal is to be as nice as possible. Now everyone's looking at me like, really? Yeah, that's my goal. (laughs) Sometimes I get a little frustrated. But I think most people with open eyes see that genuinely I want good things for them and good things for the company. But if I feel like I'm wronged, I can get vindictive. I can't lie. And I really try to triple check that I'm right, that I was wronged. Boy, Jerry, no one's going to debate. Even if he did this to Zeke, what would the narrative be? The narrative would be, boy, Jerry's usually player-friendly. And he sure tried to be player-friendly, it seems, with Zeke. Yep. What happened? Zeke must have done something. Or at a certain point, Jerry, you can't push him back. Because let's be honest, if someone's weak, even if it seems nice, when the chips are really down, you think weak. You don't think Nice. Now, if it's deciding who gets to decide where to go for the birthday dinner and you both have birthdays on the same day, oh, nice Uncle Ed, let's let him decide. But if you're fighting over inheritance and there's millions of dollars at stake, I think the poor nice uncle is going to be in trouble if he's going against Fazek. <laughs>
1: yeah. <right>? Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, isn't it good that Jerry, wouldn't the best brand Jerry could have be, I'm nice unless you force me not to be. And then... You don't wanna be you don't wanna see me when I'm angry. All right. So what now you might say, well, Zeke might not play. He might only come into week 10. Fine. Cause think about the Steelers. If you're Juju Smith Schuster or whoever might be coming up, might want to hold out a year. Once you saw what happened with Le'Veon Bell, are you thinking and what I'm saying is the Steelers stood tough. A game of chicken. They did not blink. Did it work out for them perfectly? No. Did it work out for Le'Veon perfectly? No. Mutually assured destruction? Not quite. But both parties are going to suffer if you play me for the fool is what Jerry's got. I think it helps the team because as much as Colin has been talking, and I agree with him on this, that the Joneses have been messaging very effectively. From what I hear of this contract, can anyone debate that Zeke would win? Yep. This standoff? I mean, this feels like it's above and beyond what – if they would have just came to a deal and Jerry says, hey, we're going to pay him no matter what. I mean, 90 mil, what's the biggest contract otherwise?
2: Uh, it would like be Todd, right? Yeah, well, yeah Todd, Todd Gurley. Yeah, Todd Gurley, and it would put him in that fifteen million dollar range that Gurley's at. That's why the key to this is when can Dallas get out of the contract? Because if they can get out after three years, then well, you by look the at way, it, they
3: can get out after three years without signing another contract. Yes, agreed.
2: Yeah. So, so <laughs> and- yeah, it it does. They are going down a treacherous road to where they're setting a precedence that you can behave this way and then get rewarded. I just wonder if this is, and everyone is tying Jerry to this. I think this is more about Stephen Jones's reputation because. Jerry doesn't have that many years left as owner of the Cowboys. Well, I think how do this, you know? I mean, you know. He's I mean, we have an actuary
3: age. Steve Fezzik right
2: here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. But I, just, I think that they are running the risk of setting a precedence that you can <sighs> behave this way. And then you're going to get rewarded for it.
3: If anything, that was the rationale of why I think Jerry... Jones was being so tough. I, we talked about it last week. I think he was standing up for the entire league saying, this is not a precedent
1: we want to set. Yep. And, and he even you know, said, I've earned the right to joke with Zeke. I've earned that right. He got a little well, testy with that. Well, yeah. And
3: if anything, the fact that Zeke's agent made an issue of that and got Jerry Jones to the degree that he was upset to the degree he was publicly testy To me, it was a sign he was going to entrench himself. And if I would hear they're going to sign and Zeke's coming in, let's say smack in the middle of Le'Veon Bell and Gurley on guaranteed money, I would have said, okay, Jerry won that one. Makes sense. And I'll tell you right now, I don't understand this. In every way, it feels like Zeke was winning. Or I'm sorry, I'm going to reverse that. It felt like Jerry Jones was winning. He even said... You know, let's be honest. It's the playoffs that matter. It's the end of the season that matters. We've talked about this in the NBA. Sometimes you almost would wish a LeBron would show up January 1, start yeah. stretching, mm-hmm. be ready to go by the All-Star break. Now, in the NFL, it's tougher to make the playoffs. So I get you'd rather have Zeke there from day one, but at what cost? And again, why not? this? If Let's be honest. I'm a little Machiavellian, not quite like Fazek, but I'd be thinking, wait a minute, if I'm Jerry Jones, I value being a player's coach. You know, I want to have fun with my players. To some degree, when you're a billionaire, and as Jonas says, you're near death. Apparently, Jonas predicts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Talk about prediction. Just saying, you know.
3: The fact of the matter is. You care about the softer things sometimes. It's like, oh, I want to be loved. When you're 28, 38, 48, you haven't made your fortune yet, you don't care about that stuff typically. If you're a go-getter, you want to get the goal. We can talk about Jerry Jones and Super Bowls. He's got three. Now, does he want another one? Yeah. But I think this is a sign he's gone soft. Jerry Jones has gone soft if he signs the contract that's being reported because it feels like they were winning – he has the ability, and here's the question. I was talking about me being Machiavellian. He could say, wait a minute, I've been player friendly in nearly every case. Zeke publicly has done some stuff that feels like I could make the case it was Zeke's fault. I mean, really, the first person ever to hold out with two years left, you know, yep. the, play, the team's option being the second year. So it's like he's doing something unprecedented, Zeke. He's done it in a disagreeable way. He did it in Cabo. And I'll tell you this, Jonas, time for you to admit something. I told you at the time Cabo was a mistake. I said he should have went to Russia and trained where Rocky did in <laughs> <Right>. Rocky 4. <IV. laughs> right. But anywhere but Cabo or a resort. When I heard Colin today, and again, you and he disagree on almost everything. <laughs> but when I heard Colin today go, and Zeke's in Cabo. He said Cabo like three times right. You heard that, right? Yeah, right? I did. Exactly. And then I heard in the news break, I don't know if our news guys getting paid under the table. He goes, "Well, Zeke's coming back from Cabo where he was training." <laughs> Who told him to say that? It felt like there was some kind of like a PR person over his shoulder saying, "Now remember, he's been training on Cabo, not the beach training." <laughs> you know. So, Do we admit that that Cabo was a mistake?
2: Oh, yeah. The name Cabo attached to it, you just think
3: (laughs) drinks, you think food, and you think women and partying. That's what you think of. Exactly. So to me, as I wrap up this topic, Jerry could have played tough, negotiated tough, not even play, negotiate tough, tell Zeke. Now, you keep stringing him along. You say, hey, you play really well this year. You're not any disruption. We'll, We'll negotiate in good faith. Next year comes you send like the third team lawyers to negotiate, and it's like no chance of any deal happening. He like, says, "Oh, by the way, player option or <laughs> team option." And then, but if you do really well this year and stay a team guy, maybe we won't franchise tag you. And then same negotiate. Oh, franchise tag, and then bye, Zeke. Here's a watch. <laughs> Jeez, and really think about it. Would Jerry Jones's brand be hurt? No, it would be more that you know something. He's an OG. No wonder he became a billionaire. He's always trying to be nice, but if someone pushes him, well,
2: that keeps one in the chamber in case you ponder it.
3: Anyone disagree? <laughs> no. Nope. nope. <laughs> yeah. I Jerry Jones. That's for free.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Sound the trumpets! It's horse racing time, so saddle up for the action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a
4: 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now.
0: Terms and conditions apply.
3: So Oregon led and dominated the game. So they were up 15 in the second half. Yep, 21 to 6. How much did the scoreboard represent the truth in that case?
1: At that point in the game, it pretty much represented the truth.
3: All right, so Auburn comes surging back. I've been practicing that. No, not really. (laughs) Late in the game, though. Uh, literally less than 30 seconds. They're in makeable field goal range. So it's Oregon leading Auburn makeable field goal for the win, not the tie for the win. Now at this point, freshman quarterback, no timeouts. Yep. About a 43 yard kick.
1: Yeah. Right around there.
3: Yep. Okay. Now they kick it, you know, they could kneel. However they would have done it. They could have made that the last play of the game. They drop back to pass. Now, the line on this game was Auburn favored by... Three and a half, four points. And if they kick the field goal, they win by two. Yep. So imagine if you bet Oregon plus four, you're thinking, kick the field goal, yep. kick the field goal. Doesn't gonna, matter, make it or miss. Doesn't matter, win. baby. All right. And literally, when they draw back, you're thinking, oh no, oh no. And you're thinking, still... This is uh, what was it? Nineteen yards. So I mean, this is a t- to throw into the end zone late in the game is not easy, Because right? you You're only got to defend twenty see. yards behind. Yes. You know, you only got to defend that yardage in the ten yards of the end zone. Freshman quarterback, no timeouts. Now, Why no timeouts matters? If it, they would have got sacked, yep. Freshman quarterback, game over. If they would have thrown in the middle of the field and got tackled,
1: yeah, don't get a first down, game over.
3: Yeah. Well, that's an interesting point. They get a first, maybe they go spike it. Yeah. But it's possible. It's they questionable, yeah. I think if it's a first, they're favored to spike it. Yeah. But far less than 80%. I mean, it's not Under 100. Me. It's not 90. Under. All right. So all these risks <laughs> to avoid a 43-yard field goal. Now, I get it. I hate coaches that start kneeling on the ball with a minute 30, trying to run clock. Go score, or at least make it a chip shot. Yep. And we've seen in the NFL, they they miss these all the time. I mean, statistically, they're highly likely, but pressure is pressure, Mm -hmm. right? So I kind of get it, but I don't because of the no timeouts. Well, I think it's fair to say the pass was up for
1: grabs. (laughs) Yes.
3: The coach called it a 50-50 ball. Now, you could make the case it was a bad throw, right?
1: Yeah, it was underthrown.
3: Underthrown. Now, maybe the freshman... Aaron Rodgers style purposely underthrew it to the middle of the field. I don't think so. Touchdown. Yep. And literally, if you had Oregon plus four, who had not trailed at any point during the game, you lose. Ouch!
5: <laughs> Cell phone into the wall. Ouch!
3: <laughs> Last thing. This mouse on. Is that how you say his name?
5: Yes. yes <laughs> if that, that is. is
3: his name. Yeah. 15-yard celebration penalty after the TD. So now the kickoff is affected. And when they scored that touchdown, they were up by five. Yes. Let me think. Kick the extra point is six. Other teams got to score or go for two, make it seven. Five or six doesn't really matter. He doesn't go for two. Uh, He did it twice, RJ. You, in the same game, you mean? In the same game. Yeah, but there's all, all kind of ways to debate earlier that two field goals and all that. eight
1: minutes left in the game. They score a touchdown. They get a false start penalty, and then he decides, ah, I'm not going to go for two. I'll make it 21-20. Oh. He makes a mistake, and then oh, to was a like huge was, mistake. Oh, oh yeah. you're
3: saying it was a choice of being up by two or three.
1: Yeah, no. Okay. A chance of t- possibly tying the game with eight minutes left or being down, you know, one and two. Oh. So to get to 21-20, they score a touchdown, are mm-hmm. So it's 21-19, eight minutes left in the game. There's a false start penalty. Oh, going I understand, for two, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because of the false start penalty, he's like, ah, I'll kick the extra point.
3: Oh, wow. Because the theory is there's no real scenario that being up by one or two matters. I think sometimes going for one to make it six with, like, nine minutes left isn't stupid. Yeah, I agree, because field goal locks up the game. Uh, that is a great point, but also two field goals beat you. You know, there's all kind of, okay, yeah. I mean, listen, some of this is gray and people on Twitter are going to like yell about it, but this feels very objective when there's seconds left in yes. the game and you can be up by <laughs> almost a guaranteed six or up by potentially seven, 50% of the time you go up by seven. Yes. So like three bad decisions in a row, you could make the case because I think that's a bad decision to pass it. And literally he's carried off the field. Yep. Trust the process, guys. Remember, it's not all about results. If we teach you anything, it's about doing the right thing. And a little catchphrase I came up with to end this, <laughs> for every miracle win, it's a bad, bad, bad beat for somebody. Think about it, guys. You can't have a bad beat without having a miracle win or vice versa. Maybe that's what we should do in these miracle covers is do we relate more to the cover or do we relate to the oregon fez i'm betting you relate to the team that's been in the lead the whole game getting points but somehow poor fezzy doesn't cash
5: i certainly talk about those a whole lot more.
3: now that's some truth if you ever wondered
0: be sure to catch live editions of straight out of vegas weekdays at 6 p.m eastern 3 p.m pacific
4: up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any Graduate Hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com.
2: So last year in the NFL, we did something. It was a Tuesday tradition here on Straight Out of Vegas in which Steve Fezzik was on fire throughout the course of the season with his early line move predictions in the NFL.
3: He was winning those games, and he was winning the line moves, which is very important. Fez, this is a game we're looking for the weekend in which you're saying, I think it's the right side in the NFL, but I also think bet it now because
5: the line's going to get worse for your side. Exactly right. And, RJ, we are on Baltimore minus seven at Miami. Now, we spoke about Tunsil being gone for Miami. Hey, he's only worth like half a point.
3: So why do we – Well, first off, the 38th best lineman's worth half a point?
5: Yes. Hmm. Maybe Hmm. even that's a stretch, but Hmm. where Tunsil is critical to Miami is the Hmm. locker room. Miami is sending a clear picture to all their players. Hey, we are in full-blown rebuild mode, and because of that— So everything else prior
3: didn't indicate that?
5: Well, they were already forecast to be the worst team in the NFL. Well, what I'm
3: saying is their decision-making the whole offseason seemed like it was like, we're not playing for this year.
5: Yeah, and there were guys in Miami that were saying, you know what? There's rumors that we're going to trade tons. So if if, if they trade him, there's going to be a riot in the locker room. So where's the riot? Well, the riot is going to go on in terms of, I believe. Oh,
3: this this is a metaphorical
5: riot. I believe it's going to compromise the effort for Miami. And because of that, I bet Baltimore. And I think that Baltimore, if you like Baltimore, bet minus seven now. I think the line goes higher.
3: I agree with you. I think, first of all, I'm almost certain the line goes higher. I like this pick for another reason. In fact, this is probably one of my favorite picks. I believe that Harbaugh, as much as I don't like him as a Steeler fan, as much as I don't like his brother he smells at Michigan, (laughs) the fact that as an Ohio State grad, they're both pretty good coaches. I think John's much better. Agreed. He's had the whole offseason to come up with little quirks for this running game that no team has ever seen in 30-plus years, 50 years. I think the first five, three, four, five, six, eight games even – Baltimore is going to have something to spring on each of these teams. That's a big advantage, I think for Baltimore. I agree with Fezick's pick, Baltimore, but I think it's the wrong reason. I think these are professionals in Miami. They might be a little disgruntled, come game day, they're going to play football.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.